Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hollywood headquarters. I am your Uber driver for the afternoon. Hi. Did you get the address I'm going to? Because I need to change it. Oh, man. I, I don't have that kind of a hookup on my website. I'm still doing AOL. And I'll pro- oh. Yeah, so- yeah. So you don't go out of state? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 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 like those phones that they say it's it's a lower rate, and it's only in certain pockets of uh, people. It's like, oh my god, no wonder I went with this. Of course, <laughs> it's fine like... <laughs> print. Always read the fine print. That's right. Speaking of fine print, I'm not understanding what this movie is. Mister Malcolm's List. What's going on here? Well, it's opening nationwide in theaters today, and what's interesting about this film is it was uh, based on a book that was self-published by this author, Suzanne Elaine, in 2009. It did quite well and caught the eye of a producer who developed it into a short film in 2019, and that short film was so popular that they then published the book properly in 2020, and now the feature-length film is coming out today, and it stars Frida Pinto and you have Theo James and some other stars and basically it's inspired by Jane Austen novels but instead of remaking Sense and Sensibility or Pride and Prejudice or all those period classics this is a period film that's a romantic dramedy (laughs) that is a fresh story and it's really terrific Man, I, I I just recently read an article that said that that dramedies are, are back in a huge, huge way Oh, well, Coda did that, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it sure did. It sure did. Yeah, somebody gets the blame, and I'm going to put that one on that one. (laughs) Very good. And, you know, the the list in in the titular Mr. Malcolm's list is he is the most eligible eligible bachelor in town in this English, you know, London, uh, it's like 1802 or something, and... He has this list of what would make the perfect bride. And, of course, oh, there's wow. a, jil- a girl who feels jilted by that. And then there's some intrigue and some twists and some drama. And it's great. I mean, I really, really enjoyed it. And you couldn't tell that it wasn't a story that had been around forever and ever. And um, it's beautiful. See, it's, I, like, it's, I, like a, it's like a movie version. It's like a movie length version of Bridgerton. Really? Yeah. See, now, now you've got my attention because I love Bridgerton. Oh, then you'll love this. Oh, man. See, I I love movies like this because it gets inside my imagination and it puts me in a place where I can escape and have a great time. And then then I hold on to it and, and hold on to it for a very long period of time. Mm-hmm. I think good stories do that. Yeah, yeah. And and another thing, I'm, I'm glad that you said that it was a book because the thing about it is, I, I love it when when books become movies because it you know it, it's the, it's that one seed because I talk with a lot of these authors and I'll say, hey, look, when this becomes a movie, yeah, 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 from your mouth to God's ear, whatever, whatever, whatever. But no, right. it really does happen. 
It sure does. I feel like that's one of the best ways to mine. I mean, if you look at producers today like Nicole Kidman or other, you know, really smart producers, they're mining books all the time and optioning them. And even if they option like 50 books and a couple of them turn into a TV series or a movie or but that's where they're going to. That's the go to place. You know, I mean, if you look at even if you look at like Broadway musicals, they're all nine times out of 10 now. They're movies that are that were not musical movies that are being musicalized because when a story works with an audience and there's a familiarity, you feel like it might work in another medium. But to go from a book to a short and now to a major motion picture, you, you know they're gonna people are going to love this and it's going to have to become a series on Netflix or something. Possibly. God, that'd be so awesome. I love stories like that. At least, at least a sequel would be yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So what is The Princess? The Princess starts streaming today on Hulu, and it stars Joey King as The Princess. And what's weird about this movie is it's a dark fantasy. Really? action comedy I didn't laugh oh. um, and it the weird thing about it being rated R and starring Joey King is it starts off in the middle of action so there's no context suddenly you see this princess you assume she's locked in a tower and she's um, trying to escape and in doing so she's like murdering these guards but it's very gory and it's very violent and and then in, and then that's basically the whole movie is her murdering people with a lot of blood and and you get very small kernels throughout and flashbacks of story and that is a mess all this also the score is really bad like i i appreciate i love joey king she was china girl and oz the great and powerful and she did all the great kissing booth movies and many things she was you know she's been emmy nominated for um that other show on Hulu where she played the girl who was being um, made sick by her mother with Patricia Arquette. Ooh, I'm oh. blanking on the name of it right now. Oh, yeah. wow. That one, I, I think know Patricia that one. Won. Yeah. yeah, Patricia won for that one. And, and Joey, so Joey's a brilliant actress. She's one of my favorites, but I did not like her in this. I, I appreciate that she's a young actress who wants to and needs to break out into adult roles. I don't know if she was a victim of the script here or the editing. The score was horrible. Um, but this was not the right role for her or the right movie, I think, even for Hulu. It just, you need to lead with story. You can't lead with action and have the story take a backseat. You need to always lead with story. Do you think this was uh, one of those moments where her, her agent is going, look, man, we got we got to toughen you up. We got to get you in an action film. And, you know, Billy Bobby Brown is back and we, we you know we can't let her do all the roles. We got to right. get you into something. Yeah, it could be her. I mean, it could be the agent. It could be um, Joey herself, who's like, I'm tired of playing teen roles. I mean, she yeah. looks very young. And what she doesn't realize, she should probably be trying to play young roles for as long as she can, because when you turn the corner into adulthood, there's no going back. And, you know, we all want to be younger, right? So, um, but she, she, I appreciate she wants to make that transition. It's never easy. It's easier now than it was before for young actors to do that. But, um She'll do it. This just was. This is not going to harm her at all. This I just I, skip this movie. It's it's streaming on Hulu, but not even worth it. You know what I do when you say stuff like that? I go in there and oh. I say, let me let me just go in there and just just check it out because there's a saying that you once said to me. You said that you review movies. You you don't you don't critique them. You review movies. And I thought, okay, he reviewed the movie. I want to go in there. And man, I'll be in there for like ten or fifteen minutes. Ago, I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> well, the nice thing about being on Hulu is if you've got a Hulu subscription, you don't have to pay for the movie. You can That's check right. it out. You can agree or. Just disagree with me listen god bless if you love it but if you don't then you can be like ryan was right you turn it off and save the time i suffered through the thing i i watch it so you don't have to yeah there you go <laughs> yeah so what else are you up to 
Well, I'm very excited that today I'm sharing something really special um, on, on my TV segment. It will be on my website then in a couple hours, which is my red carpet footage from the Judy Garland 100th oh. birthday celebration and fragrance reveal that I attended a couple weeks ago in L.A., which would have been her 100th birthday uh, on June 10th. And it was a magical night where... Not only was this great red carpet, but her family threw a private party where they celebrated her with chocolate. You know, Judy was denied chocolate as a kid yes. because they thought she had yes. a weight problem. So yep. they had um, chocolates made from a European chocolatier and a chocolate cake. There was uh, a, a large private collection of her movie costumes on display. There were um, couture dresses made in a beautifully choreographed fashion show inspired by other movies of hers. There was an original song composed by the songwriters who took the letters of their name, Judy Garland, and turned them into a song. It was magnificent. Yeah. And then the reveal of this fragrance done by this guy, Vince Spinato. Now, let me tell you about Vince. If you have a minute. Yeah. Okay, so Vince Spinato is one of the world's leading cosmetic chemists, and he's a certified nose. And I had to ask him what that was. A certified <laughs> nose, basically his nose is insured, and he um, is like a sommelier for wine, but he does that with his nose for fragrance. So you know how when you, if you've ever gone to a sommelier and they can tell you all the different notes, and when you yep. pick out a wine and you're going to taste this, and then, I don't know, I just drink wine, I like, I either like it or I don't. I can't tell you what flavors I'm finding in there, but these sommeliers can and this cosmetic chemist so you know with all fragrances colognes perfumes he did something here where he made it unisex judy has a big gay following so it's for men and women it's not masculine it's not feminine. are you really, kidding me that it's oh great. my god and, and it incorporates the judy garland rose and chocolate and all these other things from her life that they, that she loved and it was developed with her children lorna luft Liza Minnelli, joe luft and when they first smelled it they said it smells like mama it's so beautiful everyone who i know has sent sa sampled it loves it i've been wearing it Dad, what do you think? Mmm, terrific. All right, see, so there you go. My dad's <laughs> chauffeuring me to the TV station this morning. It's his first time back since February 2020. Anyway, so you can listen. If you're curious, if you're a fan of Judy Garland like I am, you can pick up the fragrance at judygarlandfragrance.com. It's magnificent. Um, but I will be um, sharing my interviews from the red carpet today. Was there a part of your creative imagination, and I know you've got a, a huge imagination, that you wanted to walk up to the fashion that was on display and just have a conversation with it? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I did get to meet the uh, designer. And so that creative process, I mean, that's where you really appreciate artists. When you see something so inventive and ingenious and you think to yourself, well, first of all, I don't have the talent to create couture or clothing. I don't I can't I can't sew on a button. You know what I mean? But to be able to drape fabric that way, but to look at something that maybe Judy Garland wore and a star is born and create something different, but it also harkens back to and right away you understand it's inspired by, there's a whole other level of yeah. artistry and talent there. Yeah. That's why I've always said that creativity is the addiction. You know what your art is. Go do something about it and don't, you know, don't silence it. Just understand it. Yeah, and when you're like me and you don't have any talent, you oh, become sure. talent adjacent, <laughs> and you interview talent. That's the, so. That's what I've done with my life. Uh, well, you know what my mantra is: share your story, or someone will write it for you. So that's my mission: share the dang story. Amen. <laughs> so that's it. That's going to pop up on your website, RyanJReviews.com, in the next couple of hours. Then. Absolutely. So now let me ask you a question. I've, I've been on one red carpet and, and it was when cars came out. And I mean, it's like we I mean, the top dogs were on that carpet. How, when you reach out with that microphone and I try to teach the students at the schools of broadcasting this, you're only given 
a few moments to get a few words. How, I mean, I mean, it's amazing, yeah. isn't it? It is. I mean, sometimes you're screaming one question, one question. You yeah. shout the question. They come over and give you a yes or no answer. And you're like, great. Thanks, Madonna. Um, yeah, something you can't use. You know, I, I've, I've hopped the velvet rope and been thrown out case uh, uh, chasing Madonna. Mm-hmm. I have, um, you know, yeah, you, sometimes they'll group you together. Often when I would do red carpets, cover them when I was doing radio back in New York, this is like 15 years ago, but I would be grouped together, you know, cause the, the, the red carpets, the publicist set them up in a way so that when stars first enter the red carpet, they first get the still photos from the paparazzi. Then they talk to the big national outlet. So they're talking to the cameras like entertainment tonight and mm-hmm. access Hollywood mm-hmm. and that, then they go to the local affiliates in the big cities like New York, LA, Chicago, who's there. Then it gets smaller and smaller. It gets, goes down. You get to radio, you get to magazines, you get to online. So you're all kind of there. And as you get down um, to where I would be on the red carpet, um, a lot of people just pass you by. They've wasted all their time or spent all their time rather giving 10 minute interviews to entertainment tonight who will use 15 seconds of their interview yep, you know yep, yep, um yep. it's very frustrating but you shout sometimes you d- you've developed relationships with publicists that are there so they'll recognize you i remember i was on the red carpet of the dark knight and oh, wow. they and it was christian bale was coming down i knew that his publicist and said group together the 15 you know of you and said ryan you're going to ask the one question so you've got 15 journalists all cramming their microphones into christian bale's face and i asked the one question but they all walked away with his answer yep. for their coverage yep. Yep. um you know so it, it, it's it's a very competitive thing people will try to push you other journalists i mean will will be trying yeah. to cram into your space yep. It is, I was once on a red carpet where Russell Crowe spoke down to me when he got to me because he, he thought I was being distracting. Meanwhile, it was someone next to me that was distracting him, but he blamed me for it because he was, it was, you know, so it's a very tense, dramatic, anxious situation. The pressure's on you. you. Sometimes your job is on the line to walk away with audio or footage that you can use for your coverage. And you just have to bring your A game and, and be aggressive, really, and get what you can. Yeah, the exercise that I do with the students is I go, I start, when I start it, because I'm usually with them for like six weeks, and I'll go, okay, during the next six weeks, there will be times when from out of nowhere, I will say three questions. And, and they, have to, they have to come up with a question immediately, because they've got okay. to learn to exercise that muscle that in a split second, somebody of fame or of importance is going to walk in front of you and and as as a broadcaster get the answer it's true and as as on you on a red car and that's very true because you could be anywhere and you could be at a party and mm-hmm. somebody a star could be there that would be willing to talk to you on the record and you get it when you can the thing is is often the case that after parties for movie premieres if you get into those um they do that but uh, on the red carpet you usually have the benefit of seeing the star you know you have a, about sometimes 45 minutes to an hour watching them slowly inch toward you so you're sweating it out hoping they'll actually speak to you um <laughs> but sometimes you know the, the publicist will give you the tip sheet that lists who's going to be appearing and as was the case for the movie premiere of Nine, where I was so excited to see Nicole Kidman, I, that was one of my in, red carpet interviews with Donald Trump that night. Wow! Um, I also, you know, talked to the director Rob Marshall, but not on the tip sheet. Sometimes they'll do this with big stars. Madonna was not on on the tip sheet and not doing press, so she was passing everyone by from the TV outlets to the rest of them. And that's why I hopped the velvet rope and ran after her. And Madonna, Madonna, one question, and I did manage to ask her daughter Lourdes a question before security got me and threw me. Me back over <laughs> over to my spot but um you know again that was, that was I, I have no regrets arrow uh, ryan j reviews.com